BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022 by making investments from coast to coast. Investments like building charging hubs for fleets of electric buses in California and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. As a professional welder, Shayna Ford uses Forge FX to practice over and over, which helps her improve her skills. The more muscle memory that you have, the smoother your weld is. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. Hi guys, and welcome to the first note to self episode of 2022. I wanted to give myself a little bit of time to really ease into this year before sitting down on the mic and recording. I had the most amazing New Year's experience of my life. We'll get into that in a second. But I wanted to start the year off with just like a note of gratitude for you guys listening because this podcast has given me so much in terms of just clarity and the feeling of being just like grounded and more at one with myself. I'm really happy I found this medium because social media can be a blur. It can be tricky to stay on top of things and it can be so easy to get really wrapped up in numbers, especially when you're, you know, paycheck a lot of the time and your opportunities rely on those numbers. Rarely do I ever meet uh, bloggers, like people who do this truly for their full-time job, um, who really worry about, I don't know, it's, it's hard to explain, but it's not like, um, you worry about numbers in terms of if people like you, this is more like you worry about numbers because you want to know that the content you're producing is aligning with your audience. It's aligning with you. It's, you know, getting out there on social media and aggregating views and engagement and things like that. Like it's a lot of work and effort and it's less like, I don't know, ego in my opinion. I don't know. Other people might be different than me in this way, but getting wrapped up in the numbers, um, on social media is really difficult, especially when it's so connected with your personality and things like that. I don't know. It's just a whole mess sometimes. And with the podcast, I've really been able to, without any pressure, just create an audience that I absolutely fucking love. I know if you are listening to this podcast right now, like we would be friends in real life because you wouldn't sit down and like, listen to me chat into a mic aimlessly sometimes if we didn't relate on something. And I'm so grateful to have found through various forms of social media, um, people who listen to this podcast who feel like a little community and a little family. So thank you guys so much for being here. Thank you for your support thus far. And I'm really excited for Note to Self this year. I think a lot of things are going to change and they're going to get so, so, so much better. But the essence of the podcast is always going to stay the same because it's just based around me and my personality. And I don't really see that changing anytime soon, though my life will change soon. And I'm really excited to be able to put more effort and more time into each episode being even more thoughtful about it, having on guests and actually being able to travel to go to very specific guests that either I want or that you ask for. So it's just going to be a really interesting year and a lot of things will be happening in my life personally. So I cannot wait to kind of walk y'all through it. And if you're going through the same thing as me, even better, we can go through it together. So for my new year this year, I kind of explained to you guys already, but uh, my best friend from college, one of my best friends from college and her husband and then Joe and I went to New York City and I shared a lot of that content on Instagram and on TikTok. Truly, y'all, I can't say that I've ever in my life had a better birthday and New Year. And my birthday was December 30th. And then my um, obviously New Year's Eve, the you know celebration part is the 31st. So they were back to back. And the way they put the trip together was first just so, so thoughtful because New York is my favorite city in the entire world and kind of everyone wanted to go there and it was going to be good to go for New Year's. I have had some very atrocious, atrocious New Year's Eve celebrations. Like y'all fucking bad. Whether they just like didn't turn out to be what everyone, you know, thought it would be like similar to like a Halloween that goes awry. Like you just put so much pressure on this one night and you get all ready and all these things. And then you just have a shitty new year's 
that's happened to me before where I just expected too much and then like it was just like boring or just like dramatic or actually just not fun at all. Um, so that's happened to me over and over and over and over again. And this year, I can honestly say I didn't want to be anywhere else. I was so happy where we were for New Year's. We went to the polo bar in New York City and my friends did a good job of kind of organizing things so that we could have a more private and intimate experience. Um, we, weren't, we weren't around a ton of people. Obviously, I went to New York and came back and was out in public and stuff. And we did not. None of us got COVID. Um, we were being really careful. And I stayed away from the subway. Like we Ubered places. We walked outside. Um, so we were just really careful. But on New Year's, we went to the polo bar and I got to get dressed up. I'll take any opportunity to get dressed up and block tie. The boys wore their tuxes and it was just a good group. Myself, Laurel, her husband, Josh, and then Joe, because I don't know, we all just like really work well together, especially traveling. And we had a six course meal. We sat down, I think at like 9:45. had a six course meal. It was fucking amazing. They had a champagne toast at midnight. And then we stopped by a bar um, on the way back to meet up with a couple of friends that were there. Pretty empty bar, thankfully. And then we actually went home and it was just the best New Year's of all time. So I'm really thankful for them and for that. And I feel like it just really set the year off on a right note. Also on my birthday, I bought myself my dream bag, which was actually one of my goals to do in 2022. I really wanted to buy a bag that I just like literally lusted over. And I bought myself from Rebag. So it was a gently used bag, though it was in literally perfect condition, y'all. It was gorgeous. It's the jumbo, it's the Chanel double strap, Chanel classic double strap jumbo with the caviar leather. It's black and it has like silver uh, on it. It is so gorgeous. When I walked into Rebag, I was like, fuck, that's the bag. Like I hadn't seen one in this perfect condition at a good price. And so I bought it because I heard Chanel's prices are going up next year or this year, I guess. So, you know, I threw caution to the wind and I purchased it. I also put myself on a wait list for the watch that I want to buy myself this year. So if I can get those two things done and dusted, that's like half my goals for this, <laughs> for this year. <laughs> I will say I, I talked to my financial girl who we'll talk about in a second. Um, and she was telling me that if you buy Chanel and if you buy a watch, like the one I want is a very specific Rolex, those will appreciate and value a lot of the times right now used Rolexes are selling for more than if you walked in the store to buy a Rolex. Cause they're so short. There's like such a shortage on them right now. So anyways, she was like, if you're going to buy something, I mean, you, you might as well buy those things, but God, they're expensive. My friends, they're expensive. No, at no point in my life before age 28, could I have ever even considered looking at the bag that I just bought myself? And it all happened pretty quickly. So I'm sure it's in the cards for you to keep working hard, guys. <laughs> but I'm really excited about that. It was just a great trip overall. Just all those things coming together. I was like, damn, 28 feels fucking good. I love it here. I love it here, y'all. I cannot. I'm honestly every year I'm like excited to get older because just better things <laughs> are happening. <laughs> okay. So let's get started on this talk for 2022. I kind of wanted to just be really simple and straightforward about 2022 resolutions, kind of give you guys some ideas, maybe if you need some, um, or perspectives for looking at the new year, because I think I am kind of in the group of people who's like, I don't really want like a 2022 resolution. It doesn't need to be this huge dramatic thing where I change my whole entire self overnight, but there are things about my life that I do love. And there's things about my life that I'm like, yeah, I can work on those things. Um, and I don't want to put pressure on myself to fix everything in one year or do everything that I ever wanted to do in my life in one year or put pressure on myself um, to be perfect in any way. I also don't think you need to hit the reset button and just start in a completely on a new life path uh, in the month of January, 2022. For me, I just like to consider it like a soft reset and a time where I can sit down and be like, all right, what do I want? Uh, what do I not want? Uh, where's my life going? Like, what the fuck's going on? So treating New Year's like that to me is important and not being like too intense about it, but just kind of setting out some outlines of things I want to add or take away from my life slowly over the course of 2022. So I encourage you guys to look at it that way. I mean, 
there really isn't a difference between, you know, December 31st and January 1st. It's this, I mean, it's just like any other, you know, yesterday and today or today and tomorrow it's, but again, I, I get, like I said, it's a nice time to reset, but it really, there's nothing different about it. So you could be working on yourself whenever you want to. It doesn't need to be big and dramatic around New Year's, but it is kind of fun to have a soft reset. So that's what we're talking about today. I just wanted to note, be graceful with yourself, please. It's not that big of a deal. You're going to be fine. You're going to be fine if you have, you know, goals and resolutions for each month or for the next five years or the next 10 years. I mean, it's, you know, we're all different in that way. So be gentle with yourself, please. So I was very inspired by a TikTok I saw the other day, and I'll put the TikTok in the show notes. So the TikTok is from a creator and her name on TikTok is Flex Mommy. It's F-L-E-X-M-A-M-I. And if you go see her page, depending on when you're seeing this, you'll have to scroll down a bit, but she's wearing like this, like kind of beige and neon green dress with blue eyeshadow and she's got a bunch of TikToks but she's putting on the blue eyeshadow and she was saying that she likes to have a theme for each year and she's like putting on her makeup she looks freaking fab and she was like I am going to my socialite year so this is the year that I just like have a good time. And if I want to go out and eat with my friends every night of the week, I do that. If I want to go to parties, I do that. She was just like, I'm having my socialite year. And that really inspired me because I like, like I said, like the resolution thing can get kind of old sometimes, but having like a theme for your year can kind of make it feel like a chapter of your life. Like you're writing a book, kind of like I mentioned in the 28th episode, um, and the first, you know, like life lesson I've learned. So you're the creator of your life. I was like, hmm, I love the theme aspect of this. And I think I'm going into my socialite year this year. All right. I am going to have a good fucking time. The word of my year is just fun because I've been so fucking disciplined for my entire life. And it's time for me to take a damn break. Knowing me, I mean, I'm still going to work a ton, <laughs> but I'm starting to kind of take things away from my job, remove things from my job, if you will, that I fucking hate. And I feel like I'm just going to have to give up on revenue streams that I don't enjoy. I'm going to have to just be smarter about where I put my time because I want to have a good time. That's as simple as that. I am so sick of the grind. I've been doing that for way too long. Leaving LA taught me a lot so far in the last month about how much I placed my personality in my job, which is definitely necessary when you're doing a job like this, where you kind of have to try a ton of different things and fail at a ton of different things before things start working for you and people start following and listening and, um, brands start knowing who you are. Like it just, it's taken a lot of trial and error and a lot of just constant effort and work and learning and figuring out what works for me. And so it was necessary. And I'm really proud of myself for getting myself here, but I don't need to do that anymore. I need to be smart. I need to work smarter instead of working harder. And I think that goes for a lot of us. I mean, working smart is always better. So for me, I want to have fun. I want you to have fun. Let's all have fun this year. And I don't want to take things too seriously. Of course, there's going to be stressful moments with work and money and things like that. But um, I'd rather it be like a good stress, like I'm doing extra things to push myself in a good direction rather than being like living in scarcity and things like that, which actually next episode, we're going to talk about that with um, someone I follow on the internet, Bria. She is a master at not living in scarcity, living in abundance. And uh, I really want to have her on. So next week I'll tune in for that one because that'll be a really good episode. And we'll talk more about that specifically. But yeah, the theme for this year is just fun. I'm going to have a great time being in Dallas, being around my friends. Y'all, when I went out this last weekend in Dallas, I ran into so many people that like I just went to school with or that I like cheered with when I did a competitive cheerleading growing up. Some people that I just like forgot that lived in Dallas and like I would just like you know, go out to a restaurant, go out to a bar and see everyone. It's so nice. And I forget how many people I just absolutely love being around here. So I'm going to be out with them. I'm going to do, be doing fun stuff and creating great relationships, you know, bonding with friends that I haven't seen in a long time, putting a lot of effort into Joe and I's relationship. And of course, 
with his baseball season starting in the spring, just being able to be there and travel with him as well as, you know, taking this podcast around as much as I can, traveling for interviews and things like that. So this year is about my socialite year. And I agree with Flex Mommy on TikTok. Please go watch our TikToks. They're great. That one in particular, I'm going to, um, I will link that specific one in the show notes so she can have her credit, obviously, because this was her idea. So for this year, when it comes to goals and things, I kind of broke them down into pretty simple categories. So right now I have things about my life and I guess they're not really goals. I guess they're just like, again, themes or lifestyle or perspectives. So I have what I'm bringing into 2022 from 2021. So what am I bringing and continuing from this last year? Then I have what I'm leaving in 2021 um, and not bring you with me to 2022, obviously. And then I have some very specific goals that are more, whether they're personal or financial or just like professional and relationships. So let's talk about what I'm bringing into 2022 from last year, from 2021, um, that I think helps me and puts me at an advantage, uh, when I, you know, get a second to step back and really analyze my life. So I'm going to, continue to simplify my life in 2022. I kind of began that in 2021, the way that I think is different. I just want to have, I mean, physically less stuff. And I want to focus on the people in my life that really bring me joy and the relationships that are really growing, obviously naturally. So one obviously would be Joe and, you know, having us just move, we just moved in together last month. So continuing on the good path in our relationship and being able to grow and foster a better one over time is always great. And I also remind myself to take it slowly, especially in romantic relationships. Like we're not getting ahead of ourselves. We're having a good time. We're enjoying where we are now and we're not too focused on, you know, getting to the next thing, which I really appreciate about our relationship. And I'm really excited to be, you know, moving around with him and being a part of his life in a big way. So I think simplifying, focusing in on him and my close friends, especially here in Texas, it's so nice to be home around all of my college friends, which I've shared a lot of my influencer friends on the internet because, you know, we go to the same events. We have time during the day to shoot together. We work together. We'll travel together. So I haven't really shared many of my like more lifelong friends that I've had for, you know, much longer than I lived in LA, you know, since the first day of moving in at college and people like that. So it is going to be really nice to introduce you guys to some of those people and maybe have them on the podcast as well. Cause I think it's nice to have, you know, non-influencers or non-public facing, um, people's perspective on things. And all my friends are fucking badass. Like I hate to break it to myself. <laughs> They're way cooler than me. <laughs> so I'm excited to bring that to you guys. And I'm excited to be around them so much more because it just really makes me happy. Like when we were in New York with my friend Lolly and then some of my other friends who live there, Lolly's husband, Josh, I mean, it was just such a wholesome, wonderful time. And I miss that about being around people who I know so well. And then of course, focusing in on my family, I'm so much closer to my grandparents and they're some of my favorite people ever. Like we are very, very, very close to our grandparents and they have been with my family who's they're, you know, about 45 minutes away from us and my family, my like, you know, nuclear family, my, my parents and my siblings are always with my grandparents. And I'm always so jealous because they're always together and I'm not here. <laughs> so now I'm here and we can do, you know, weekly things with my family. We actually just went to my brother's baseball camp tonight. So I'm filming or I'm recording this a little bit late because we had to go do that and see, you know, my family. Uh, my brother is 16, so I'm excited to be here while he's still at home and um, just be around and we can all hang out before he goes to college, depending on where he, he might go to school around here, but who knows? So it's just nice to simplify and really focus in on Joe, my close, close friends, and my family. Another thing kind of goes along with simplifying is just saving money and spending less money on random shit. Like if I wanted to buy, I wanted a certain bag. If someone said, Peyton, what's your dream bag? It would be the one that I just bought myself. So instead of buying a bunch of other bags that were cheaper and buying like five 
cheaper bags this year. I bought the one that I want and I really don't see myself buying any new bags. Sometimes I get bags with like partnerships with like brand partnerships, um, for social media, which is fucking amazing. Uh, but I don't know that I see myself buying anything else this year because I truly am so fulfilled by this freaking bag. It's amazing. (laughs) It's something I've wanted to own for a really long time. I don't know why I love it so much, but I get, I get fixated on things like that. Um, and I just want that one thing and you could give me something better, like more expensive, but I'd be like, I don't want this. I want that thing that I wanted. (laughs) It's not really about the price. It's just about, there's something specific about certain bags, certain, um, like my watch that I want and like a car that I want. You could hand me the most expensive Bentley (laughs) that you could find or that specific car that I want. And I would choose the specific car that I want. I could probably afford the specific car that I want right now. And I can absolutely not afford a Bentley, (laughs) but I don't know. I don't want the Bentley. I want my car. So being specific on where I'm spending my money and not like overspending, obviously, um, and simplifying the things that I want, not having too much, too many wants, just simplifying saying, these are the, this is the short list of things that I want. And then beyond that, I'm not spending a ton of money. So some focus is nice. And then also having smarter conversations around money, what to do with money. Um, I have a friend, thankfully, who works for a large financial firm and they usually don't, you know, manage the funds of people who don't have a fuck ton of money, but because she works there and she's kind of supervised by her bosses, they're going to let her start taking on some clients. And so she's going to help me with my finances. This is like the luckiest thing ever (laughs) because they know what the fuck they're doing and I have no idea what I'm doing. So we have kind of, she has like a little bit of an initiative with them to help female entrepreneurs and female professionals. And she's amazing for that. So we're going to have weekly, hopefully, and if not weekly, bi-weekly meetings um, to talk about just understanding finances better. I get questions about this all the time and I'm y'all, I just started making enough money to understand or to even have, you know, confusion about where to put it. All right. It happened pretty quickly. I would say in the course of the last year and a half or so to the point where I aggregated money where I'm like, Oh shit, what do I even do? Like, what do I do with this stuff? Um, so I'm not smart about it yet. And I don't really have very many tips for you quite yet. I'll do my best to relay information from her and maybe try to get someone who is a professional on the podcast. Uh, but right now I just don't have enough information to share with you how to be, you know, efficient when it comes to investing and like, uh, you know, a plan. I don't really have one of those yet. So I'll be working with her in this year and having those smart conversations around money, where we're putting it, how we're diversifying, et cetera. Um, a lot of the time too, with this kind of stuff, I've just learned, I like to outsource to people who know what they're doing because I find myself to be so busy that I don't, don't want to be the professional. I just want to give it to someone who's a professional and let them do their job. So that's kind of the direction I'm going with a lot of these kinds of things in my life, just kind of being like, let me outsource. But again, that kind of freedom hasn't come to me until right now at 28. Um, and it just happened. Another thing I'm bringing in to 2022 is just an, an, a heightened level of awareness and, um, um, curiosity, I guess. I feel like I really have been learning a lot in the past. I mean, a long time, the past three or four years has been pretty great in terms of learning new things about the world and myself. And I definitely want to continue to do that. Uh, I'm loving getting older. I mentioned this in the last episode, I thought that nearing 30 would start to make me nervous. And there's something about this age right now that I am just so calm. And of course I still have anxiety. So I'm not like the most calm person, but I am more calm than I've ever been. And I'm really grateful for that. And I, if it just keeps getting more like this, I'm really fucking pumped. So, you know, being more aware allowing myself to kind of learn what the universe would like to teach me. And this next year is definitely something I'm going to bring into this next year that I started a few years ago. And then I kind of think what comes along with that is confidence. And that's definitely what I'm bringing into 2022, 2021. I got a lot more confident in myself and that doesn't really mean necessarily the way that I look though. That was, it is helpful to start really understanding how to dress yourself and do makeup and get your skin under control and hair and everything like that, which I think I've 
gotten better at. Um, but confidence just in who I am and what I'm doing with my life. Um, I just feel like it's starting to hit me that I like where my life is going and all this extra work that I put into my twenties that I didn't really, that I haven't really seen maybe a reason for, I didn't really understand why I was doing it or, you know, I st I'm starting to see the benefits of everything and all the work that I put in, um, now, right before I was just kind of blindly working and hoping that it would work out in the end. It's definitely not the end, but I'm happy to be here to a point where I can see more clearly like, Oh, look at these things. They did work out for me. Actually, <laughs> that's pretty nice. <laughs> so when I'm leaving in 2021 and I'm not bringing with me into 2022. So first I would say my addiction to stress, just kind of the whole thing I talked about again, last episode, when I was talking about the 28 life lessons I've learned in my 28 years, I realized you can be addicted to stress and you can add stress in your life because your body is used to being in a stressed out state. And that hit me really hard, really hard. And I need to read more books about this so I can start really focusing on more ways to combat it. But honestly, just the knowledge of this was really helpful to me, you know, for me to start being aware of it. And I really don't want to be addicted to stress. I don't want to be addicted to productivity. I don't, it doesn't sound very fun to me when I actually think about it, you know, objectively, I don't want to do that anymore. So stress addiction, and then also just the consistent negative thought patterns and having those habits of consistently thinking these negative thoughts, I need help to leave that. I will say I'll, be, I'll probably be leaning a lot on therapy this year to figure out how to leave that behind, but just being aware of it has been really helpful already. Um, at the end of 2021, but I will definitely say 2022 and the next couple of months, I'm really focusing on stopping those negative thought patterns and those thought loops to just be more positive because I have to live inside my head. And if bad things happen, they happen. I don't need to think about them happening all the time before they happen. <laughs> I can just live. <laughs> so yeah, those are definitely two things that I'm leaving in 2021. Uh, another thing is avoiding working out. So before 2020 hit, back in 2019, I was really on top of my workout game. I was doing a different kind of working out. It was a lot of like interval training with some strength elements in there, um, boxing, things like that. And once 2020 hit and we were kind of stuck inside, I just don't like working out at my house. I don't like working out at home. I tried, I gave it my best shot. It's just not what I like. And I'm so sick of making myself do things that I don't fucking like. So I just stopped working out and I wasn't working out as much. I got really weak. And in 2021, it was kind of an extension of that. I kept trying to get on a workout schedule and trying things that would work and they just weren't working for me. Um, so moving to Dallas, I signed up for class pass and I got the opportunity to try a few things at the end of 2021 though, I found the Legree Pilates method, which I really, really liked. And the place was super close to my apartment. So I could just walk there, my apartment in Los Angeles. So I will say that was really helpful in finding like a new way of working out. So I do a thing here in Dallas called solid core, which is a more intense, version of Legree Pilates. Like it's a lot more, it's more strength training, but it still focuses on like lengthening your muscles and taking care of your body, protecting your joints and getting stronger. So, um, I definitely avoided workouts in 2021 for the most part until the very end there. And I really want to take advantage of my new love for the workouts that I found that I like, uh, in 2022 and stick to a schedule that works for me. Another thing I want to leave in 2021 is procrastination. I am great at procrastinating and I would like to make it more of a goal to get ahead of things. And the way that I do that is just take control of my time more and pre-plan things better. I feel like when I'm more organized, I'm way less stressed anyways, and I'm doing less things last minute. So being organized is going to be great and really not allowing myself to procrastinate because at the end of the day, it just 
adds in more stress and uh, having a more precise focused schedule will allow me to have more free time and procrastinating just like literally kills me. On the same note, I'm leaving being unorganized in 2021. I used to love being organized. I'm such a perfectionist and sometimes I wouldn't let myself feed into those tendencies for fear of like going too far with them. And because of that, I like just stopped being organized (laughs) because I was so afraid to go overboard. I'm like, why do I have to do one or the other? Why can't I just be more normal? So I enjoy being organized. I enjoy spreadsheets. I enjoy knowing, you know, where my money is, where it's going, what the plans are, you know, everything organized with my job, things like that. My schedule being organized down to a T. So I'm definitely leaving the fear of being organized, I guess, in 2021. And I'm definitely going to get more on my organization game because I know it makes me happy. And it honestly just helps me, again, not procrastinate, not avoid workouts because I plan them. Um, It makes me less stressed because I know what's going on and I, I have a kind of organized routine for approaching problems and producing content and everything like that. So again, it just makes my life easier in the long run. Um, and I have given up on my organization, not completely. I I still would say I'm a pretty organized person, but I just love being organized. So I'm gonna allow myself that small happiness. (laughs) All right. So now we're just going to move into some quick new things I'm implementing in 2022, hoping to at least over the course of the next year, so maybe not immediately, and very specific goals that I'm setting for myself this year. These are kind of loose templates. And if I don't achieve them, it'll be okay. But it is nice to kind of have goals to know where you want to go and the direction you want to go. So these aren't all of them because some of them are a little bit more personal, I will say. Um, But I'm going to share, you know, a good amount with you guys. So One that is super tangible for me and that I had to set for myself to stop avoiding workouts specifically is that I would like to work out four times a week. I feel like this is doable for me. You know, if I end up working out three times a week, fine, two times, fine. It's going to be, everything's going to be okay. But my goal in my head is four times a week. If I say any more days than that, I'm just going to be overwhelmed. So four times a week it is for me. I've been really liking ClassPass. They do not sponsor me. I pay for it. I will link it in the show notes too if you guys want to use it. I think if you use this specific link, you can get like a month for free or like 15 credits for free, which can buy you up to three classes or up to four classes. I'm not totally sure, obviously, on the specifics, but I'll leave that link here. Once you sign up for ClassPass and on the app, you can actually have your own link that you can give to your friends too. So um, this is just one of those links that I got from the app. Not a sponsorship, like I said, though, ClassPass. If any of you guys work for ClassPass and you want to work with me, let me know. I'm a big fan. So using ClassPass, I found a few workouts that I like. And right now I'm really set on cycling for my like more cardio and high intensity thing. And then um, I like this solid core Pilates because I do feel like I'm getting stronger. I'm only five classes in and these girls in in solid core are so strong. (laughs) I'm constantly failing, (laughs) but I do see myself already improving at least. So, um, definitely want to continue on with a solid course. That's again, more like a, a little bit more intense kind of Legree Pilates. It's a little bit different than that, but it's a similar vibe. And I'm also kind of sprinkling in some boxing. So I'm doing cycling or boxing with the solid core added on there. And Again, I'm really liking ClassPass because I can do all these different workouts. It's been working out well for me. But having the ability to find workouts that I like and do a different kind of workout, whatever I feel like doing that week or that day is really helpful to get me to work out. And then I've also been scheduling or you know started scheduling my workouts at times that just work for me better. I kind of wanted to be the person that got up in the morning early and worked out and, you know, got my day started at 9am after working out. So like I get up and work out at like seven. It's just not me. Every time I would, I would even schedule a workout for (laughs) 9am. I would just not go. And that's happened to me my whole life. I don't know why I continue to think that I'm going to be a morning person. I'm just not going to be a morning person. And yeah, 9am is early for me to go to a workout. I'm not doing that. So I'm not a morning person. I've decided that what works best for me in particular is working out midday. So kind of like a lunch break time. So if I get up, I usually get up around eight. If I get up, 
and give myself some time to kind of wake up, have my coffee and get work done that's pressing. Like, cause I usually wake up in the morning and I have something or a few things I just like literally have to do right then. If I give myself that time, so like, let's say from like 8.30ish to like 11.30 to get stuff done that I need to get done and kind of try to get ahead on the day. Uh, I just find that I enjoy going to workouts because I'm not so stressed. And sometimes I'll wake up in the morning and I won't hit that earlier class at like 8.30 or something because of the fact that I'm not getting up and doing that. I'm, there, I'm not getting up before 8 if unless I have to. And unless like literally I'm being forced. But I mean, that's what I mean by if I have to. <laughs> um, I'll just cancel or I won't show up if it's earlier than that. Um, and then I know if it's like 9 a.m., 9 to like 10 a.m. or even 11 I'm going to be stressed and not be able to get my work done that I have to do. So the whole workout class, I'm just going to be like worried about the work I need to do. So I'm either going to cancel and not go to the workout class or I'm going to go and just be stressed the whole time and thinking about work. So what works for me is having my mornings open and then having that lunch break workout, grabbing lunch and then starting to work out at the back end of my day. And I feel like it just wakes me up a little bit in the middle of the day as well. So make sure when you're scheduling your workouts, that's a big tip that I've just kind of given into now schedule them when you feel like you should be working out. I understand a lot of people have schedules that they need to work around. Let's say you don't like getting up early workout at night after work, just find time that works for you. That makes you feel good. Uh, I think that's been really important in me actually like going to the workouts, uh, as working with my schedule rather than forcing a workout time when I know I'm not going to even want to go. So those are some things that have helped me with this four times a week thing. And I kind of technically started this in December, um, but I'm bringing that through to this year. And it's a big goal for me this year to kind of just stay on top of my health and make sure that I'm, you know, getting my heart rate up every now and then, and also strengthening my body. So I am less prone to injury and things like this as I get older. Another very specific thing is I would like to save and invest a substantial amount of money. I don't want to say the specific amount of money right now just because I feel like, I don't know, sometimes talking about money, I don't really mind it, but I also don't want, you know, people to be eyes into my bank account right now. (laughs) Um, And I also don't want you to focus on the number as much like my specific number of how much I'm saving. I, I want you to take from this like, hey, maybe it's a good idea to like start really focusing on saving and investing in the ways that you can, whether that's in, you know, the stock market or in something a little like, you know, any kind of investments really in yourself, in your family, you know, whatever it is you would like to invest in saving and investing your money in things that are going to help it grow is just really it's just really nice. And I haven't had those experiences until more recently and it just feels good. And it makes me feel much more safe to be able to do that, even if it's just a little at a time. And if it's things like, you know, I make food at home more often, I don't go out as much and um, Uber around as much and all these things. Uh, I've cut those pretty substantially here in Dallas and at the you know end of my time in LA, I did as well. And it's allowed me to save more money, honestly, at the end of the day, because those things do add up. And if you do that more often, It honestly just feels good. Sometimes when you miss out on things or if you don't go out or whatever, it kind of sucks in the time. But now that I look back, I'm like, wow, I'm actually happy that I, you know, saved money. I didn't even realize that was going to be a side effect of being at home more often (laughs) and being a little bit less social um, when it came to like going out and like Ubering all over Los Angeles and spending $20 on cocktails for every freaking drink. Uh, I did save a substantial of my money, I would say. And I would like to, you know, with the help of my friend who I'm lucky enough to have helping me um, invest that money, a substantial amount of money in a way that makes me feel safe and secure going into, you know, my late twenties and earlier thirties. Also on the you know, money topic, I would like to create some new streams of income. Um, right now I would say I make most of my money on Instagram and TikTok and on YouTube. I would really like to focus more on products. So with the launch of full disclosure, which is going to probably be launching late February, early March, I'm giving myself a good amount of time to really prep for that. 
the product is fucking amazing. And I really want to focus in on those things like products, also brand collaborations, kind of doing capsule collection with brands is really fun. And I just feel like it's more involved. So you get like just a hand in things. Obviously you do have more of a financial stake then too, which is really nice. Um, I also know a couple of companies that help influencers create their own products, which I would love to do. And I have my eye on a few different products I'd like to create, whether in limited quantities or, you know, more consistently, but we'll see about that. Another thing, obviously, like I said, is investments and working towards property ownership. Being in Dallas makes that a little bit easier than what it was in Los Angeles. Uh, Joe already owns property because of the nature of his job and he just makes more money than I do. Um, but I am slowly but surely working towards that. And I would really like to own some of my own property uh, pretty soon if possible. And it just seems like a fun goal to have. And also in terms of new streams of income, this podcast will become a stream of income for me this year, sooner rather than later as well, which is also really exciting. And I can't wait to share that with you guys because you are the people who have allowed me to kind of make money doing something that I really fucking like. And I've always liked my job. I've always been a fan of the freedom of, you know, just being on Instagram or like creating content on the go, but I've truly never enjoyed anything as much as this podcast. And it honestly doesn't feel real that someone could pay me to do it. And I've really put off sponsors and things like that for so long because it just feels fun for it to be not work. But I do know at the end of the day, like, because I love it, um, I'm just going to always kind of enjoy what's going on. Of course, I'm sure I'm going to have times where I'm a little less inspired or whatever it is, but this podcast being a stream of income seems like such a huge blessing and it's going to allow me to spend a lot more time on it. And I just think it's going to make for a better podcast in general. So I'm really excited for this to become a bigger part of my job in 2022. I started it kind of for fun to see if it would work out for me and it's done better than any other platform I have ever been on, um, and created for myself. And it's been really nice to have that experience finally, where something seems a little bit more natural and easier than the other platforms I'm on. And I'm excited for that to be a stream of income. So that's another example of stream of income that I'm working on in 2022. So we're getting to the end of the list. So here we go. Another thing I want to do specifically, because as an influencer, this is important. I would really like to grow my following, but in a way that it's filled with people who feel like my friends. So like, as I was saying to you guys, like this community is so fucking awesome and I'm proud of it and I'm proud of you guys and I'm happy to have you here. And the feeling that I have and the solidarity that I have with my audience on this platform, um, I would love for that to, you know, follow to some of the other platforms. Instagram can be tricky. TikTok can be tricky. YouTube can be tricky. I like my audience on those platforms as well. Uh, but I want to just continue to grow my following. Nece not necessarily quickly, but I want to grow it and fill it with people who are just fucking cool. I've had some really weird followers in the past where they're just like angsty and angry and all these things. And I know people have their things going on in their lives that just fucking suck. I get it. But I'm sick of people getting on the internet and just because they're upset, like just bitching out and saying the fucking worst things they can muster to a random influencer who they don't know and don't consider a person. So they think they can say whatever to them. I'm just done with people like that. And I've had people like that come into my audience on Instagram specifically. And luckily I get it much less than a lot of people I know, but I'm just like, it's weird because I guess people don't see influencers as people, but we're human beings. Like we have a lot of problems. I have a lot of issues, you know, that I don't necessarily talk about on the internet. And we all have our stress. We all have um, our own ignorance and we all have our own like family problems, health problems, friend problems, relationship problems, money problems. And people literally just spout off at the mouth at influencers when they're mad because they think it's like shooting into a void. And I don't want people like that in my audience. Honestly, when I, when people approach me like that on Instagram or even with like a fucking tone that I don't like, it's my community. These are my rules. <laughs> so I block people left and right now. Cause I'm just like, ew, like if I'm, if I have a minor amount of distaste for someone blocked, <laughs> it's great. And I also feel like, well, let me also note that like someone talking to me about something that I did, like maybe I did something and I didn't realize it was offensive or ignorant or something like that. 
approaching me about that, totally normal, totally fine. We all have something to learn from each other. I'm talking about like true hateful people who are just like being rude for no reason. Those are the people that get blocked. And I feel it necessary for my own self and my own like sanity. Like I don't have to look at that all day if I don't want to. But two, I don't want those people in my comment section with any of you who are being cool and normal. And we're just like having a conversation about like, I don't know, somewhere I went in New York and I'm giving you whatever tips on how to go there and what to do and whatever. I don't want to have a fucking person who's just bringing down the vibes. And I don't definitely don't want them interacting with any of you. Like y'all are my people. (laughs) I'm keeping you safe from the weirdos. All right. We're blocking, we're blocking, (laughs) but I want to continue to fill my following with people who are like you and who understand and who get it because the girls who get it, get it. And the ones who don't, don't obviously. Um, and that's really important to me to grow a following like that. I will say I love when I meet anyone who follows me in real life, especially here in Dallas has been really nice. Uh, because every time I talk to any of y'all, y'all are so cool and normal. (laughs) I love it. Um, so continuing to grow a following with an audience and growing an audience like each and every one of you major goal. So there's a few things I wanted to purchase for myself this year. One being the bag that I bought myself in New York. Um, one being the watch that I put myself on a wait list for in New York. And I will show you guys that if, and when I ever get the freaking watch, the, the wait list was a year long, but someone dropped out. So I was able to take her place. So hopefully it'll only be, as he said, four to six months though. No one really knows because there's such a shortage on watches like this. Um, and I, again, wanted something specific. I didn't want to go to a Rolex dealer and find one that like kind of matched the specs that I want. Like if I'm going to spend a good amount of money on a watch, it's going to be the one that I want. I'm not just buying, you know, a watch cause it has Rolex on it. Like we are getting the one and it's been really hard for me to find this one, uh, used, which I would new- normally prefer used, but in good condition. But Anyways, we'll see if she pops up before the wait list, you know, my name comes up on it. And the last thing I wanted to get in 2022 is a new car. I'm not necessarily in a rush for this one, but I got my car that I drive now the year I graduated from college, which was 2016. And I would really like to get a new car just because I'm kind of tired of my car that I have now. And I feel like I could upgrade a little bit. Um, but we'll see my, my car still runs fine. So I'm not in a huge rush for that at all, but it would be nice to buy myself something that I like by the end of 2022, if I can. And then a couple places, this is my last one, by the way, I want to travel to this year. My short list ish, um, as France, I want to go back to Paris really badly. I haven't been since my first time going in 2019 and I absolutely love Paris. I would love to go with my friends probably during Joe's season. So he won't be able to go with me, but, uh, France is on the list. I would like to go to Paris and maybe one or two other places. And then Italy, uh, Joe and I are planning, hoping to plan a trip, in October of next year, October or November, not next year of this year, 2022, we would love to go to Italy. Joe hasn't been to Europe or anything like that. He's been playing baseball his literal entire life. (laughs) So he doesn't get to travel a lot and his season, I mean, he can't travel a lot starting right now. And then the season doesn't end until like mid October ish, if they don't go to the playoffs and all that stuff. So we, don't get a lot of opportunity to travel together and for pleasure, though I do like to go sometimes to places that he's playing. Um, New York in particular, obviously I love that place. Miami, I'll probably go. Chicago, I'll probably go. I think he actually plays in Dallas in 2022, which will be cool. Um, and then otherwise we'll be in DC together. So going to Italy together in October or November of 2022 was a huge goal for us because I would just love to see him see one of my favorite countries and part of his family's Italian as is mine. So it'll be kind of just fun for us. And then lastly, I'd really like to go somewhere tropical, like really tropical. Um, I'm not really sure where yet, but I don't usually get the opportunity to go to really tropical places. Joe and I did get to go to Mexico a couple times, uh, for weddings, but we were kind of in and out pretty quickly. It was really fun while it lasted, but I'd like to go somewhere and like really do like a vacation this year. And I don't know that I'll be able to go with Joe, but maybe with some of my friends, maybe some of my LA friends, we can meet somewhere tropical. We'll see. So that's basically my whole spiel on 2022. I hope you guys got some inspo. I'm sure many of you have your own goals and resolutions you've already set. Um, So if this was just you 
listening to me blab on about mine. <laughs> I'm sorry, but thank you for being here. I want you guys to remember, and you're going to hear it from me all year, probably because this is one of my main things this year. And it kind of goes along with having fun is to just, you don't need to be so serious about these goals. I mean, they're important. They're getting you in the right direction. You need to do things, you know, you want to kind of want to move yourself forward most days if you can. But if you guys have a bad day here and there, if you aren't pushing towards your goal as quickly as you want, give yourself some grace, have a little fun, enjoy yourself, laugh, take a breather, take a break, do something that makes you happy. Because this year, I think after all the stress of the previous couple of years, uh, we just need to relax. And that doesn't mean, you know, don't work, don't take care of yourself, you know, don't do things that are important to you and don't be disciplined and work hard. Those things are really important, but taking a break when you feel the need and not overworking yourself and really tuning in with yourself and figuring out what makes you happy and doing those things. They're just, they're so important because life is so short. I mean, you don't know how things are going to end up and you don't want to be miserable (laughs) in the sake of being disciplined for your entire life. Trust me, I've been doing that (laughs) and I'm tired. So come along on this journey with me. This year's about fun and I can't wait to bring you guys along via note to self. If you guys don't follow me on Instagram already, find me at Peyton certain on Instagram. I post more like daily on there and stuff and connect with you on there. Do a lot of Q and A's. So always on Instagram. I'm also on TikTok and on YouTube. YouTube is my longer form video content. And I'm really kind of focusing on that this year too, because I just feel like it's more, I don't know, it just gives you a better look into my life and it feels much less curated when I'm just like talking into a vlog camera or just like chatting or hanging out with Joe or whatever it is. Um, I don't know. I love YouTube. I like consuming that content too. So Anywho, thank you guys so much for listening. Please make sure to rate and review in the Apple store. If you guys listen to this on Apple pods, um, you can also rate it in Spotify. Now you can rate note to self in Spotify. So definitely do that. If you get a second, I am so appreciative of you guys doing that. Sometimes I go in and read the reviews <laughs> and they're just so nice. Also, if you guys have, if any of you have DM'd me lately to talk about the podcast, I really appreciate you. I try to go through my DMs as much as possible. Um, I really want to limit my screen time this year. So I'm trying to stay away from just like doing everything on the internet all the time and just being attached to my phone. But I do try to go through every now and then and go through the DMs. They're so sweet. I'm just happy that the podcast is making any of you at all happy and helping you with your life. That's literally all I want from this podcast. It's just, it's so meaningful to me to see that it means something to you. And I really appreciate you guys reaching out. And if I don't respond to you, you can message me again. It's going to be okay. Like I, I'm sorry. If I don't respond to you, I'm sorry. If I didn't see it, I'm doing my best. I promise. And I love each and every one of you. And I will talk to you guys in the next episode.